This is Learn From Others, where we interview a cross-section of successful individuals so you can learn from their experiences, achievements, and even their mistakes. We ask four questions that will educate and inspire. Greg Stanley will be your guide as we join our guests on a journey from adolescent daydreaming to success in today's world. Join us on this adventure as we learn from others together. Well, welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today, Jennifer Rock. Jennifer, how are you doing? I am great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for the record, great last name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I married into it. I, I take no credit. I just chose well. Wow. Wow. Well, that's really cool. Well, before we find out what you're actually doing today, could you tell me, what did you want to be when you grew up? I always wanted to be a writer um, from very early age. I was an early reader, um, loved books, loved the written word. Uh, my mother still has a whole box of stuff that I wrote in grade school, all kinds of poems and unfinished stories. And um, and I truly always wanted to be a writer. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, that leads us into something really easy right now. What do you do today? Is it has Does it have anything to do with writing? <laughs> it does, actually. So, um, I actually uh, got my degree, my college degree in journalism. So my idea, because I thought that I'd probably never get around to probably writing books for a living, um, I was going to be a newspaper reporter. And so I went to school for journalism, and once I got out of college, I went into corporate communications. So I started doing writing and communicating for companies. And it was a great career. I got to learn a lot of different industries, work with a lot of different kinds of companies. I ended up for 12 years working at Best Buy headquarters, uh, which is a really cool brand and a great store. And I got to write for executives, and I got to write um, all the kinds of things that employees need to know to be good employees. And um, after 12 years doing that, I ended up the last six years I struck out on my own with a colleague whose name is Mike, and Mike and I uh, formed our own communication agency. So we still write for companies, we write speeches for executives, and um, and basically, uh, you know, write the things that employees and people need to know about companies. And in the meantime, um, I actually did get around to writing a book, and in fact, wrote two books with a co-author, my business partner, and uh, those have been published within the last six years. So that really was. The, uh, the result of a lifelong dream um, to write and publish a book. Wow, that's amazing. So you wanted to be a writer when you grew up, and now you're a writer in many different facets, right? Helping Absolutely. A lot of yeah, helping a lot of different people out. Well, how did you, like, what did you take, like, through college that prepared you? What was, like, your first job? Did you do any internships? Did you have any mentors, you know, that kind of got you to where you are today? Yeah, um, so I did have an internship. So, um so like I said, in college, I, I had some great journalism professors, some really encouraging people who, who um, taught me how to write well. And uh, I think everybody thinks that they write well until you actually get a really tough editor or teacher in front of you saying, ah, this could be better. Let's, let's make you better at this. So I, I, owe a lot of, uh, I owe a lot to them. A lot of credit goes to those teachers. I had an internship right out of college, and I'll be honest, I hated it. Um, it was the only internship in my field I could find, and it was with a bank. And at the bank, I, it was kind of communications, but basically I was proofreading banking documents. So it was my responsibility to um, make sure all the signatures matched up and that there were no typos 
in these legal documents that the bank was producing. And although it was kind of communications, it wasn't creative, it wasn't interesting to me. Um, but I had to have an internship for my career, and so they were they were good to me. It was good experience, and I guess what it did is kind of taught me the kind of job I don't want to have, which is something that doesn't use my creativity and doesn't allow me to um, really make use of of my communications and my writing background. Yeah, that's one great thing about internships is they sometimes tell you what you don't want to do, which is kind of the whole point of it, right? That's exactly right. It was a incredible learning experience. And I think, you know, I, I always go into anything now, you know, internship or job or project or anything that I'm doing in my career. And I think you always have to look at something like a learning opportunity. It's like, this may not be my favorite meeting of all time, but if I can take something valuable out of it, it, it was worth the time. Right, right. Yeah. So how did that internship adjust your path or did it? Yeah, it, it it did and that I think it, it taught me the type of company I did want to work for. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with working for a bank or a financial institution or an insurance company. Those are big, important, good companies, but they are also heavily regulated and very black and white and very by the book. And I wanted to do something more creative than that. I, I wanted to work in industries where I could learn a lot of things and and be able to write about really creative things. So my first, uh, one of my first jobs out of college, real jobs after the internship was I, I did communications for an architecture firm. And that was one of my favorite jobs of all times because I got to communicate and write about how to construct a hockey rink or how to design a hospital or you know how to make um, how to make the the grounds of a hospital be welcoming, and how to put trees and landscaping architecture and things like that, um, which was much more interesting to me and much more up my alley than working for a bank. Wow. Well, now, what is your typical work week like? I guess kind of talk to it maybe as a communication expert, and then maybe how things have changed while you were writing the book and since then. Sure. Um, so typically uh, for the communication agency, so there are two of us and we work for several different companies, helping them do uh, a number of different things. So it's a lot of um, managing lots of clients and lots of projects at once. And, um, and it's really getting to know what a company sounds like and what they do and the history of the company so that we can talk about it and write about it as though we are a part of that company, even though we aren't. They just hired us to, to write a speech or to, to write an article about what they do. And so sometimes, you know, the, our weeks are, look really different, which is part of why I like my job so much. It's never quite the same. And so a day might be spent helping um, put together a speech for a president of a medical device company who needs to rally his sales team into becoming number one in the country for what they do. And then I might have to switch my focus and help a small company out of Sarasota, Florida, communicate their healthcare benefits and what's changing to their employees. And both of those are very important things to communicate to employees of a company, but they take very different tones. Um, you know, one is, is very black and white and very critical to know your healthcare benefits. The other is rallying a sales team and being very excited and up and, and doing that in a speech format. So um, 
so it's a little bit of, of kind of whiplash sometimes of, of switching between projects, but that's what I love about it. I get to do a lot of different things for a lot of different companies. Right, right. Yeah, so what is your typical work week like? Like how many different clients are you working with? It sounds like you're juggling quite a bit. Yeah, so typically I'd say on average, maybe we work with three clients at the same time. Um, one of my very busiest times at work was uh, we had six clients who were actively needing things. We were on deadline for six different companies, and my client or my um, my business partner was on jury duty, so that was me juggling six clients and their deadlines. So um, I guess a, a note to anybody who wants to start their own business: it's not as as glamorous and flexible as you think it is. You don't think that, you know, oh, I get to set my own hours. I get to work when I want. Um, yeah, sometimes it's a lot busier than that. Um, so, yes, sometimes sometimes we juggle much, many more projects than that. But on average, we talk to, um, you know, we're doing work for maybe two or three clients at a time. Yeah, so how long did it take you to get your business up and running? Because that's a big jump to go from, like, a corporate environment to more of an entrepreneurial, you know, I have my own business, my own firm. Yeah, it, and it does take a while. Um, we were fortunate in that we had both worked for a number of different companies and big companies, so we had very good professional networks. So when we ended our corporate jobs and decided to do our own company, we, uh, we let everybody we know know that we were starting this business and here are the kinds of things we can help you with. And we did that on LinkedIn and we did it through social media and we did it through our email contacts, and so we had a lot of professional people we knew um, who were able to um, find us projects who were able to say, hey, you know, I, I've got actually something that you can help me with right now. And so um, a lot of what we did and what we built was by word of mouth and using our, our professional networks. I'd say that um, it, it takes a while. I've, I heard from a lot of people that you know, the first year of starting a business, you're just trying to figure out what you're doing. The second year, you start to make some ground. And the third year is when you actually start to make money. And that's that's pretty close to what happens. Um, it's it's tough starting and owning your own business. You have to you have to do everything. You have to be the accountant, the sales staff, the um, the marketing staff. You are everything when you when you do go out on your own. So it's it can be really tough. Right. Yeah, it is a lot of work for sure. And you are wearing all the hats and you're probably going to have to do something you've never done before. So, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And even, you know, being a communications expert, sometimes it's hardest to communicate about your own work. And so, you know, I can I can describe somebody else's company. I can write content for somebody else's website to describe exactly what they do. Sometimes it's hardest to describe what you do yourself. Right. Yeah, you're too close to it, right? Mm hmm. Exactly right. As a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org. And if you're an educator or a student, you can search for podcasts by Career Cluster. So, Jennifer, we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up, which was a writer, and what you do today, which is a writer as well. So congratulations. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen often. It's um, Yeah, I know I'm quite rare. Yeah. So looking back on your career, what would you do differently? Oh, gosh, that is an excellent question. Um, you know, it, it, it took me a long time to get to where I am. Um, I think I wouldn't change much about my career path through corporate communications. I, I enjoyed 
basically I enjoyed every job I've been with. I've met some great people. I learned so much in every experience that I had. Um, I wish I would have started writing a book sooner. I think um, a lot of times people mean well and they say, oh, I should write a book or I think I have this story in me. And um, there is nothing better you can do than just sit down and start to write it. <laughs> I think I, I wanted to have the story too, too perfect in my head or I had too many ideas and didn't know which one to pick. So um, I would have started sooner. Right. Yeah. No, that's really great advice. I know a lot of folks look at you know, the big leap they made some point along in their career. And the one thing they do is they typically go back and wish they made that big leap earlier. So it sounds like you're on that same page. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Now, looking at your career and what you do, uh, what advice would you give a student who would like to do what you do to be a communications expert? Yeah, I, you know, I'd say communications is such a fantastic industry to be in because there are so many facets that you can go into. So if you have a, a journalism or a mass communication degree or a strategic communication degree, um, you can find yourself down a path of public relations or media relations or internal communications or marketing communications. And, you know, my greatest piece of advice is something that somebody gave me a long time ago, and, and I would pass it along to anyone else. And that is to just try a lot of different things you know, don't get yourself necessarily locked into one of those paths. You know, find a job that you get to wear many different hats and you get to try out public relations and internal communications and, and find, you know, not only what you're good at and what you want to get more experience in, but, but find, what, find what really is passionate to you. I mean, find, find something that really gets you jazzed to get up in the morning because we spend way too many hours at work not to like what we do. So find that thing within communications that you really like to do. And, um, and you know, ask other people in the industry, ask to shadow people, and, um, and really find that niche for yourself that, um, that excites you. Yeah, that's really, really great advice because to your point, you know, you're going to be doing this a long time. And, you know, if you don't like it, you're probably not going to enjoy it. So that's great advice. Well, uh, are there any current projects on you you would like to share? I know you mentioned two new books, and you were nice enough to send me Operation Cluster Puck, which I totally enjoyed. <laughs> Could you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So uh, the first book, these are two books in the series. The first book was BS Incorporated, and it's a fictional story loosely based on real life, um, some real-life experiences we've had in the corporate world of a, a big mid Midwestern company that grew too big too fast and always seems to find itself spiraling out of control. So it's uh, very much kind of the office kind of uh, novel of, of what happens behind the scenes at a big company. And so BS Incorporated was the first book that came out several years ago. Um, Operation Cluster Puck is the sequel, and that is the company expanding into Canada and all sorts of crazy mayhem happens. Um, that book out, it came out uh, about a year ago. And so um, you can find either one of those books on Amazon or where, uh, where fine, good books that make you laugh are sold because both of these books should make you laugh. Yeah, it surely did. Is there a third one planned? You know, we do have some sketched out notes for a third one. And if our day jobs ever stop getting in the way, we might be able <laughs> to put some words on paper. But that's the way it goes. Sometimes you have to balance... Uh, balance the facets of your career, and that's okay. Right, right. Wow. Well, I appreciate your time today sharing your career journey. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about either your company or your book, or both? 
Yeah, um, I would say, you know, go to our book website. You can find the company from there as well, and that's rockandbossbooks.com. Um, that's got some excerpts of the books out there, some, you know, fun little downloads for, uh, for readers and a little bit more about us as authors. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking us on your career journey today. Mm, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at Greg Stanley LFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.